Hello and welcome to another exciting edition of the Best of Fives. Today we are going to be counting up the best five sitcom television characters of all time. My name is Dave and I am joined by my 16-year-old son, Jack. Hello. As we will be counting up the hits now, my first question is... Why am I hosting this? Because this was your idea. Why are you not doing this? I'm, I'm not the hosting type. I think you're more of a host than I am. Why? Because you do it You a can't lot. say what I just said? Yeah, I don't want to. This lazy. Yeah. Laziness. Yep. All right. Well, what we're going to do, this was his idea. We're kind of on a little bit of a holiday break here, and he asked to do that. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of touched. Uh, you know, like 16-year-olds don't want to... Even usually talk to their parents. Well, I, had, I had nothing else to do. So why can't you just let me have this? Hmm. Well, the Eagles are going to be on a little bit, so I just got to get grinded out before that. None of this is make. I came into this feeling pretty good, and you're just. I'm here to put a damper on there. Okay. Like most 16-year-olds to their parents. So uh, you have some rules for this. What is the rule? It just has to be a 22-minute sitcom. It doesn't need to be 20. Just a sitcom. Doesn't need to be twenty-two minutes. Okay, it'd be so twenty-three. The, so the rules are only it could be twenty-three. Yeah. So the rules are it just has to be a sitcom because I started my list. I thought you were doing television characters. No, yeah, I, no. I started no Mulder right in with uh, Fox Mulder and David Addison and Sherlock Holmes. And, no, no. Mm-mm. Okay, so this is sitcom. Who's David Addison. Who's David Addison? I must be forgetting. Yeah, give me an explanation. I'm, I'm blanking. You're blanking. Yeah. Well, this show isn't on. Sadly. It's when Bruce Willis used to care. Oh about, yeah, moonlighting okay, about okay. his career and making yeah, yeah, yeah. making people happy. And I don't know what okay. he, I don't know what his deal is now, but it's certainly not that. All right, all right. I'm interested to hear your list because I, I you have I would call your taste in music, movies, television. I, I would call it impeccable. And you know why? I'm giving myself 100 percent of the credit. Exactly. For that's exactly why I was okay. going to say. That, that's okay with you? Yeah. Really? You're giving me credit for this? Yeah. Oh, I feel good again. Okay. I'm sure. I was about to say, the reason why you're going to like it is because it's going to be like the same exact list as yours. I well, don't know about that. I don't that. know about that. I bet you all the people I have will be an honorable mention on yours, probably. All right, well, I, most of them. Most of them. I have some of those as well. You've always, you've always been, I don't know what, whether it is any kind of influence by anyone, but you've always had good taste in entertainment. And you've always, I felt like, had uh, I don't know an astute I don't know palate for things like this, and I'll tell you I know palette. exactly. That's tasting. Be quiet. This is exactly when I knew that I was I was a little impressed. You were about four. Hmm. Is this the Elvis story again? Yeah. Oh God. We were driving to school, and we listened to a lot of things in the car, from Wiggles to you know. Ice Cube. Mainly Wiggles. And so we would listen to Elvis. And on came, I had the uh, Kill Bill Volume 1 soundtrack on. And on <laughs> what came. What every growing boy needs to listen to. Yes. Yeah. On came Charlie Feathers in a very rockabilly song. And as a four year old boy, you asked me if it was Elvis. But I was wrong. It doesn't matter. I remember I, 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 I was taken aback. I probably even swerved and thought to myself, the kid's a genius like the, <laughs> from he, not knowing who the musical no is. you recognize the style and the sound and the genre as a four-year-old and i remember being kind of impressed by that you've let me down ever since okay well that, that's fair okay 
Who's going first? Non, um, non-host? You can. Okay. Because you are host. I will go first then. My number five. Some of these, you're right. This is difficult to pick characters from some of the greatest television shows in history. Yeah. And right off the bat, hard choice. But my number five from Cheers is Coach Ernie Pantuso. Okay. He's my number five. The reason that he's as low as five is probably just because of... He died. Longevity. You know, like, nice job dying. Yeah. You go to five on the list. (laughs) No, I mean, Cheers is an ensemble cast, and that his part in it was a huge part of the ensemble, and his passing, I'm sure, was kind of dodgy for them at the time, and was replaced by somebody else who could equally be on the list. In Woody Harrelson. So I think that Coach, not only just because he was funny, but because of the relationship between him and Sam, that always touched me. And uh, I mean, the picture hanging in the bar for the rest and the, mm-hmm. and the last scene of straightening the picture, all that stuff even still adds to the mystique of Coach. My favorite Coach moment is when he is uh, demonstrating to Diane how to lean into a pitch to get on base. And he's not even in the scene. <laughs> he's out in the back room in the pool in the where the pool mm-hmm. table is. Yeah. And they have him throw a ball and Diane and you hear you hear the ball hit him and Diane <laughs> like kind of regales in shock and he's not even in the shot and you hear him go and I'm on my way to first. <laughs> <laughs> and that guy he was just so funny that he could not even be in the shot and make you laugh. I love him and he's my number 5. What's yours? I will say Woody is an honorable mention of mine. I'm not a huge Cheers fan just because I don't watch it that much, but I do have Woody as an honorable mention. Okay. So, replacement. I, I just want to say, I base my list off of, like, the funniness of the characters and, like, the arc if they have one. And there's also the show. Like, the show's got to be good mm-hmm. for them. And then one of my main things I'm basing it off is, is their importance to making the show better, as if would the show be as good without them? Like, could the show deal without that character? And I was surprised by my number five because... My favorite show, Seinfeld, I put George Costanza as my number five. Okay. That's low. That is low. I'm assuming that might be higher on yours. Oh, we'll get to my Okay. Um, the reason why it's low is because the rest of that cast boosts the show a lot, and like he is the best character of them, and he is the funniest character of them, in my opinion. And But because of the rest of the um, cast members, like they boost it a lot, and... Um, he doesn't ha- like. He's an awful person, and there isn't like much of an arc to him. But he's still undeniably hilarious. So that's why he's a little lower. Because like, not that he's one note, but yeah, he doesn't change. His yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of like that over the series. Yeah. Um, and also, it's mainly because the reason why he's that low is because of the other cast members also being fantastic. Okay. So yeah, but still great. I hear what you're saying, and that probably played into a lot of my choices as well. Yeah. All right. All right. My number four, also part of a grand ensemble, but to me the standout character of the show, the show being Scrubs, and the standout character among two, if I had to pick one, is Dr. Perry Cox because of what John C. McGinley brought to it and kind of what he brings to everything that he does. He, he I know, I mean, I know he has this show on now, it was a Stan versus Evil. And he's the star of that show. But he is, to me, a good, um, I don't know, not not just a character actor, but a 
a good backbone of your cast. Mm-hmm. And he was that to that show. Whether he was insulting someone, whether he was making you cry, I think he was the standout person on that show. And I still follow him to Twitter on this day. And it's he's one of those guys where it's nice if you do say something about Dr. Cox or a movie that, that he's in, he'll get back to you. So if you're a fan of Johnny C., and you're on Twitter. Is that what you call him? Because you're good buds. Oh yeah, we're buddies. Oh, yeah. If you're a fan of him, get on there. He'll he'll answer. He'll he'll get on your stuff. Like he's he may have a, just ruined his life. He's a down to earth kind of guy, and uh, I I it, I guess the other character that I was going between was the janitor. Okay. And the the janitor is certainly fantastic. Oh, many of the characters on there. Ted, like you go through the characters on Scrubs. It's, it's a great cast of characters but the one that had the most depth and the most to add to the show and the most importance is dr cox and he's my number four what's yours oh he was also an honorable mention of mine and fourth build in seven that's my that's my favorite john c mcginley Uh, that's right we were just watching the end of seven he's barely in seven he's fourth build well that's because kevin spacey isn't build yeah either way there you go He's he's built ahead of Arlie Ermy. I think so. I'm pretty sure I remember him being fourth build. So it goes: Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman, Gwyneth Paltrow, John C. I'm pretty McGinley. sure. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> if I was Ar- Arlie Ermy, I, <laughs> I might been be mad. wrong, but I think I remember Arlie Ermy, who played the janitor's dad on Scrubs. There you go. Three sixty. What's your four? All right, my four was also kind of hard to place because it's also a character that's just awful to everyone around them, and it's Dennis Reynolds from Always Sunny. And this is also a hard one to place because the rest of the cast boosts everyone there. But he's my favorite because of just how terrible he is to everyone all the time. Like, all the time. Pretty much all the time. So, yeah. Um, except, like, and then, but you do see flashes of the fact that he does, like, have a heart, I guess, if you want to say. When? <laughs> at the beginning. Um, at the beginning. I mean, he's got the sun, sort of. Kind of. When maybe? he leaves at the end of season four. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go be a dad. There you go. That's it. Exactly. That's all you need. He and D are very normal at the beginning of the show. Yeah, that's true. And devolve, as does everybody on that show. Yeah. Um, to the point where he is. He's a complete sociopath. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> he's He is frightening. Exactly. That's why he's great. Because I think Glenn Harrington does a great job with that, too. So, And you can you tell. I mean, he's not on my list. Okay, yeah. But I can't deny anything you're saying. The fact that whether he was going to come back or not on season 13 which you and i have both watched Mm -hmm. every episode of he was on most of the episodes but there was three or four that he wasn't and boy could you tell a difference yeah yeah uh i think that show could work without him it could work but it certainly would not be the same and Mm -hmm. they they need him big time if they're gonna go forward with whatever the hell they're gonna do on that show (laughs) in the future because who knows what is going to happen? We're not next getting into it. that now. Well, we're not okay. getting into that now. Fine. I don't know where I don't know where they think they're going with that show, but if they try and do it without Glenn Howerton, they got problems. Is right. what I'm going to say. All right. And the other reason why it's lower is because once again, there's no good redeeming qualities from him. Probably. <laughs> so just like there's no arc to that really. So okay, that that puts them down a little bit, but still great. All right. Well, we'll keep talking about this now because my three. Is Charlie Kelly. Okay. And 
I think Charlie actually kind of has a reverse story arc, if there is one on Sonny, because there isn't much of one, yeah, yeah. of Dennis. Because Dennis starts out pretty normal and becomes more malicious and evil as time goes on. In the first couple seasons, Charlie's kind of a jerk. I mean, he's he's yeah. amongst them. He is like the dirtiest, jerkiest kind of guy amongst them. And as he has evolved, he has become more sweet. Mm-hmm. Certainly strange and degenerative like all of them. Yeah. But of anybody on there, he's the one that might make you go, oh, mm-hmm. in an episode. Because nobody else on that show is doing that. Yeah. Charlie has a heart, and Charlie cares about people. Dennis the waitress. Doesn't. He cares about his friends, too. Yeah. He cares about Frank. He does care about Frank. The the love story between Frank Reynolds and Charlie Kelly <laughs> on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is probably the best relationship on television. Oh, God. They love each other. This was really hard to pick one of them. Because yeah, that's what like, I was thinking. All the things that you're saying, uh, and the two that I went between was Charlie and Frank. Okay. Because that is a de-evolution of massive proportions of what Danny DeVito was like in season two to what he is like on there now. I mean, bit characters on that show, namely Rickety Cricket, have had the worst de-evolution, but as far as the main characters, they're night and day. Yeah. Because at the beginning, Frank was really kind of normal. Yeah, yeah. And now he's anything but. So that that was the choice for me between Charlie and Frank. I love... Charlie Day so much like it doesn't matter what he does and I don't care if he plays Charlie Kelly in every movie that he's ever in I will never get tired of watching him act watching him sing watching him write music watching him be physical everything about him is funny there is nothing that I don't love about Charlie Day in everything he does and this is this is the epitome of that Uh, we even watch I make Jack watch Hot Ones, the YouTube show where they eat the hot wings. How great was he on that even? He was good. You've made me rewatch it more than once, in fact. I've seen it several times. Yes, it's not, yeah. Watch Hot Ones on YouTube if you don't. It's fantastic. But, yeah, Charlie Kelly, if I had to pick one, is my favorite of the It's Always Sunny Yang. Probably because of the humanity that he has more so than the other people. Um and I guess I just think he makes me laugh more than any of the four of them. I, I read a lot about it in my spare time. Like yes, I'm, you do. I'm addicted to that show. Yep. And uh, somebody actually went through and counted all of the either beers they drink, references to being drunk, drugs they take, and he far <laughs> outshines everybody. I was kind of surprised. Why are you surprised by that? He's always like smoking the... Not smoking. He's always getting the spray paint high and whatnot. And <laughs> well, I, I, I guess, I guess I should have been surprised, but it wasn't even close. Uh, so, yeah. uh, not that that makes me like him more, but it's just one of the great things about Charlie Kelly as a character. He's fantastic. He's my number three. So, what's yours? All right, uh, my number three is from The Office, The American Office, which is better than The British Office. <laughs> Statement. Why, why are Statement. You, why are you getting angry? I don't know. I don't know, because people always say the British one's better. It's not. The British one's good, but it's yeah. It's not better. It's not better. All right, and my number three is uh, Jim Halpert, played by John Kaczynski. Now people are going to say, why not Michael Scott, Steve Carell? Well, he he left the show. That, so that's you hold that against him? Not holding it against him. It's just that he wasn't on it as much. And I feel that 
um, like like I was saying, like the importance of the show. He's by far to me the standout character on that show after he leaves. Because I would say after he leaves, the show isn't great, which is a, a testament to Steve Carell. Um, but like I don't know, the last two seasons are all right. They're still solid, yeah. But to me, I I think his scenes are all still the best or whatever. And of course, the love story, like that whole like development in that, is like more fleshed out than any other part of that show. I think. And, like, he's, like, a relatable character. Like, I think people can just, like, look at him and be like, yeah, the stuff that people are doing around him are ridiculous. And he acknowledges that. And I think he makes it funnier with his reactions, of course, and, like, the gym face, so which I make a lot without even realizing it. <laughs> he's the voice of reason yeah. for you on that show. He, or he's he's us. Yeah, when yeah. When Dwight does something and they do a close-up of Jim and he makes mm-hmm. a face, yeah. that's what we would do. Yeah, exactly. All right, I hear you. And yeah, he's just, yeah, he's my favorite. John he, Krasinski. He is my favorite character on The Office, too, and an honorable mention okay. for me. He's not on, I have no one from The Office on my list. That's another one. that The reason why he would be lower, too, is because of the number of characters on that show is a lot. So, But to me, he definitely stands out among the rest. All right. Number two. Yes. My number two is George Costanza. Okay. And I do think even though he's not my number one it is the funniest television character in history okay from my all-time favorite show there is uh nobody who was written better or written better for than larry david because he wrote it as himself writing for (laughs) himself slash jason alexander playing him yeah there is there is no better television character as far as comedy, because okay. my number one, I think, added another wrinkle to what a television. Oh, I know what it's going to be now. So, okay. um, I, I think what all the stuff that you said about him are absolutely true. He is the standout character from that show, and really as an all-time character. So he's my okay. number two. What's your number two? All right, this is the one that's going to take a lot of explanation from me. So sit back. Okay. Here we go. All right, my number two, which took me a while to decide where I wanted to place this, and like I, I relied heavily on the importance to making the show better aspect of it for my list. Like you'll see that with my number one, um, but my number two is Homer Simpson from The Simpsons, of course. Now, The Simpsons was a fantastic show, and I would say it no longer is. Um, what's Prime Simpsons two through ten seasons about? I don't know. Like 90 to 99, basically. I don't know enough about The Simpsons to okay. have a comment on them. Well, that's what it is. And, of course, like, all of those episodes are basically great. And all the characters are great. And he still stands out to me because he is the main character and gets a lot of the best laughs and a lot of the biggest storylines, like Deep Space Homer, stuff like that, Homer at the Bat, all those things. Like, he's, like, the main character because that's what he is. And if you watch a show now, it's not great. But if you ever are to laugh, it's at him, I would say. Like, I do not, if I were to watch season 20, whatever they're on now, The Simpsons, they're on 30 maybe, I don't know. It's not that funny. But if I ever am to laugh, it's something he does because, to me, that character still works. And there's a term that I've seen before. It's called flanderization. And Ned Flanders was a great character in the 
prime Simpsons, basically. But then and you can see this in other shows as they go along. They take like the one note, like funniest part of that character and make it their only attribute. So like Ned Flanders, of course, is the fact that he's religious. And then that's basically all they did for him in later seasons. And I think they did that with most every Simpsons character, including Homer a little bit in the fact that he's stupid. But it didn't happen as much with him. And they like, I don't know, there can still be good things from that. And I think that he carries that show of whatever's left of it. And that's why he's as high as he is on my thing. Okay. So there you go. Well, you, you seem like you're you're having to defend yourself to me. I, I know. Well, because... Why? I don't know. You're I allowed feel to like have I your opinions. I, I'm, I'm just sitting here listening. Do you agree he's the best Simpsons character? Yes. Okay. There you go. I like the Simpsons, but I, I know people that will put that up there in the pantheon of the greatest shows ever. It's, it's I do. It's good. Okay. And I do, I do enjoy it, but I... If yeah, if anybody's gonna make me laugh, it's him. Okay, that's that's why I feel like he's the best character in a cast of so many characters, and he's the only one that like still would make me laugh today if I was watching a modern right. episode or whatever. Well, any show that lasts that long yeah. has the benefit too of having its history <laughs> behind it, and you are already coming into it expecting to laugh because he's made you laugh for twenty years. Mm-hmm. So even if it's not that funny, they're standing on the shoulders of giants yeah. to use those laughs from the past to make him funnier than he may be now. And that happens to any show. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure anyone on our list, if you were to show an episode of Seinfeld to someone that had never seen it before and they're looking at George, they mm-hmm. either wouldn't understand it, it wouldn't be as funny because you have all of the back jokes yeah, in yeah, your yeah. head that is padding the laughs. And that happens to anything. So... Mm-hmm. Homer has that more than, well, The Simpsons, is The Simpsons the longest running television show now? Longest running sitcom. Sitcom. Yeah. Because shows like 60 Minutes. And yeah, yeah, like the, the news. Price is right yeah. have been on forever. Yeah. It's always sunny in Philadelphia will tie um, The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet in their next season. Or no, maybe they have tied them okay. as the longest running live action sitcom. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they'll break it with their next and possibly last season. Okay. But The Simpsons have been on since yeah. 1989. Yeah. Okay. And the other thing that puts in mind, if you like, like people quote The Simpsons all the time. If you think about the quotes they say, aren't most of them ones by Homer? Um, maybe. I know. I just I remember like... when The Simpsons came out, it was mostly Bart. Because well, yeah, Bart was the breakaway. Cultural phenomenon. Yeah. yeah. And the breakaway character for that. But, like, the funny quotes, not just, like, eat my shorts, stuff like that. Like, the memorable quotes, if you would think about that. Or, like, all right, maybe Ralph Wiggum, because that's all his character is, basically. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. So, like, you, it just sticks with you to me more than the other characters. Okay. All right, this is it, number one. Yeah. In our opinion, the greatest sitcom character of all time. Yeah. All right, my number one goes against everything that you and I have actually been saying for the past... Uh, 23 minutes. Okay. Most of our characters have been part of a large ensemble that has mm-hmm. been excellent, and they play off each other, and they have that benefit. Um, but they were not the main character. They were a side character. And that actually ends up happening with most shows. Mm-hmm. Pe- people enjoy the friend, the neighbor, the yeah. kooky guy. You know, on How I Met Your Mother, it was Barney Stinson. You know, like, yeah. he was not 
that's not your number one, please. Is no, it? Okay. no, no, thank no. God. But he was a great character. Yeah, because he got to be. He didn't have to drive the plot. Mm-hmm. My number one was part of a huge ensemble that was very talented. But I think I know what it's going to be. Had to drive the plot. Yeah. And it's Dr. Benjamin Franklin okay, yeah. Pierce, Hawkeye. Yes. This is the greatest television character in a sitcom ever. Not only because of the laughs, it was the drama, it was the anger. It was he he got every emotion out of you and sometimes all in one episode. You said sitcoms and you generally yeah. think the people that made you laugh. George Costanza's made me laugh more than anybody. But Hawkeye Pierce has made me feel everything more than anybody. And I've been watching MASH since I was a little boy. Mm-hmm. This is one of my dad's favorite shows. I remember it being on when it was on in first run and in reruns ad nauseum ever since. I still watch it all the time. It is uh, it's a perfect show. And he didn't have the benefit of being the side kooky character he was the main character. Whether yeah. or not that was always true, there was certainly an episode that would revolve around Colonel Blake, yeah. where he was the main character. But at the base of that show, it was always Hawkeye Pierce's hatred of the war and having to be there mm-hmm. and wanting to go home. And Alan Alda was so brilliant as that character. And I, I don't know if he was typecast and I know that he's been in other things and he's been in movies and people respect him but he'll never be anything but Hawkeye Pierce really to a lot of people Um, I remember when I was little even realizing how great he was because I think I told my dad and I don't remember what kind of reaction I got out of this but it was an episode where he was super funny and super animated Mm -hmm. I remember telling your grandfather that to me he was a living, breathing Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Bugs Bunny always had the smart aleck answer and yeah, always yeah. knew everything. Bugs Bunny was always the smartest guy in the room. Yeah. And that's how Hawkeye Pierce was to me. There was never a time that he didn't say something sarcastic or biting or insulting or brilliant that wasn't the perfect thing to say. And, of course, I know that's being written by geniuses like Larry Gelbarton and things like that, but... It couldn't have happened without Alda doing what he did. He was Bugs Bunny. And I remember as a little boy being fascinated by him and as a 45-year-old man still being fascinated by Hawkeye Pierce. He's my number one. I remember the last-minute change I contemplated making. Yeah. That was putting him on my list or not. And I'll just explain it now because you just explained it. I like MASH, but I get tired of it after, like, two or three episodes. It's not my favorite, just because, like, I don't know. It's, like, it's funny, and I know it's not supposed to be super funny all the time, but, like, I don't know. I like it. But, like you said, he carries that show so much, and if he wasn't on that show, I don't think it'd be good. I don't think it would be a good show if Hawkeye Pierce was not the main character of that show or not on that show at all. Then that lends itself to... The greatness of his character. Yeah, and that's why he was going to be on my list. He's actually like my number six, per se, I guess, if I had to pick one. And that also bleeds into my number one, which, like, all right. Friends is a good show, but, like, it's fine. It's not the best. It's worse than all the other shows I have on my list. But I've always said, or at least always thought, that if Chandler Bing was not on Friends, it would not be a good show at all. And so he's my number one. 
I like Friends, but to me, like, it doesn't hold up as much. And I know people now, like, kids my age now, they watch it on Netflix all the time. And, like, I watched it when I was, like, 9 or 10 on TBS. Yeah, well, I remember, it, was yeah. All, it would be on for, like, yeah. two hours a day. And I would watch it. So I've watched all of Friends by the time I was, like, 10 years old. And he's always been my favorite character. And it's because he is, like, he's always, like, he always has, like, a smart answer, like, a funny answer or whatever. And when that show would suffer just like not being as funny as other things he would make it funny to me and like monica's a terrible character she's like, the worst yeah thing. and like and like i don't like i just feel like the other characters don't hold any like ground to me compared to him and because of that he boosts that show so much for me and if he wasn't on that show i would not like it at all probably because to me he's the only thing that makes it worthwhile watching consistently Okay. So that's why it's my number. I was surprised by it at first, too, but I couldn't, like, stray from it. So that's... Number one. Yeah. I was surprised. Chandler what's your, Bing. What's your favorite Chandler joke? <laughs> I do have a favorite one. It's, I don't know, season two, maybe. Mm. They lose the baby. They lose Ross's baby. What's his name? Ben. Yeah. And he and Joey are at the thing or whatever, and they have to, like, find it because they lose it on the bus. Mm-hmm. And they're, like... And this is, like, a duck and this clown, like... um. It was wearing a there was a shirt with ducks on it, a shirt with clowns on it, and they like couldn't figure out which it was. They're like, all right, we're gonna flip for it, and like we're gonna flip for the baby. It's like, well, we can't think of anything else to do. And Joey says, all right, well, ducks will be, um, the ducks will be heads because ducks have heads. <laughs> and he just like pauses and goes, what kind of scary ass clowns went to your birthday party? <laughs> and it makes me laugh every time. That is a good one. So that's my favorite quote. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I think mine is. Uh, when they started getting into the backstories and it turned out that Monica was fat, uh, mm-hmm. they were watching her and somebody mentioned how heavy she was. And she said, well, the camera adds 10 pounds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he says, how many cameras are on you, though? <laughs> it's a great joke. That's good writing. And, and yeah. good job by Matthew Perry. Like, I know he, your favorite Hawkeye line. What is it? Isn't it the one where they're lost? Yeah, I say because you always the, do that. That's the other good thing, and you're saying this about Homer Simpson. When these things permeate your life, and you say them as if you are yeah. saying them, you have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorites. Yeah, when whenever anyone's lost, it's the line they they were all out together on a bus and got lost out in the you know battlefield, and Frank says, "I think we're lost." And Hawkeye says, we are lost. I've been lost before. This is what it looks like. <laughs> it's it's fantastic. That's what all these characters do. Yeah. So what were your honorable mentions then? Um, I think some of them were said. Um, also from Seinfeld, I have Kramer. Uh, like I was talking about Michael Scott earlier. Um, I have... I like Parks and Rec a lot, but you can't pick one character from that, really. There's no one that like stands out exactly. But I have... Uh, Andy Dwyer, who's Chris Pratt, and Tom Haverford, who's Aziz Ansari. That's my uh, one. I have Ron Swanson. As okay. My honorable mention from. Um, I said someone you like, so I have Dr. Cox, um, Woody, Dan Connor from Roseanne. Not the new ones, those are no good, but the original. That's Roseanne. a good one. And I was, th- was going to put him down, and I didn't as an honorable mention. But that character, through the bulk of Roseanne, was fantastic. And I don't know what this new Roseanne is that's yeah. on now, but God, is it a mistake to me because mm-hmm. they're they're ruining these characters. And I know I sound like the Star Wars fans that get mad because the new movies are ruining 
the old movies and I, I just I just think it's different when you're talking about movie franchises than you're talking about a specific character because now this is part of this guy's bio and whatever ABC's decision was to fire her I know this doesn't have anything to do with characters but I think this was this was an awful decision and and really unfair and I'm not saying what she did was right and I'm not defending what she did but it sounds to me like she took a couple pills and said some things that she shouldn't have said Mm -hmm. and they fired her. They have since said, well, maybe we were too hasty in firing her, which is an awful thing to say after you fired her and ruined her life. Yeah. Um, But the thing that makes me most mad about that is the cast, namely Sarah Gilbert, who all immediately threw her under the bus and betrayed her and did not stand up for her. People whose lie. What's his not? What's Dan Connor's name? John Goodman. John Goodman. Yeah. John Goodman was already an, an accomplished actor and would have been. I love John Goodman. He's he's amazing. I'm talking about the other people, mostly Sarah Gilbert. If if not for Roseanne, the only people who would know who Sarah Gilbert are is that she would be the little sister of Melissa Gilbert from Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> and she's the first person to throw this woman under the bus that made a mistake and apologized and, and admitted she made a mistake. Um, that whole thing made me mad, that whole Roseanne thing. Yeah. That's a good one. Is that all your honorable mentions? No, I have a few more. Uh, Larry David, who's also basically George again. Um, Brett and Jermaine from Foy of the Concords. Oh, I forgot about that. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, and then I have... Oh, wait. I've been watching extras a lot lately so i have andy millman down who's ricky gervais um and then also from my favorite kids cartoon squidward tentacles spongebob he's the best spongebob character all right all right no he's, he's a good character oh, fine. um Whatever. and then even some like classic ones i have the three stooges mo larry curly and then i That's have a sitcom well all right fine the three stooges showed on movie were movies I, what about shemp does shemp count no they, they showed right. they were movie trailers that showed on the big screen and then they've just been put on television. Right. No, that's not a sitcom. And the greatest female sitcom character, Lucille Ball. Are you there serious? You yeah. You Who do you Lucille think it is? Ball on yeah, I list? do. That show's not great, but I mean, I still laugh at it sometimes. There you go. The best What's character. The best character on I Love Lucy is Ricky. I have Ricky down too, but I just didn't say it. Hmm. I have them both there. Like this, it, it's not a great show. It's all right. And then, like, if I had to pick another, like, a six or seven. Like I said, Hawkeye would be my six. I guess my seven is Mr. Bean because that's like the only character that's on that show. So you got to give Ron Atkinson credit for that, for basically being the only character right. on a sitcom. So there. All right. My five, not even 5.5, my 5.00001, this was a hard decision, is Dr. Niles Crane. Oh, okay. And I I can't think of a better example of chemistry between two actors than what Kelsey Grammer and David Hyde Pierce did so much so that if there were ever two people who aren't related who are playing brothers on a show that you think are real brothers it had to have been them they were so perfect together Um, so that was a really hard decision was to leave Mm -hmm. him off and I came way late to the game on Frasier but my God, was he unbelievable. And the best example of that, and this leads into your Mr. Bean thing, like this would make Rowan Atkinson jealous. There is a uh, Valentine's Day episode of Frasier where there's three different stories going on at once. Mm-hmm. 
Niles's story is just him getting ready for Valentine's Day. Yeah. And there's no dialogue. It's him ironing his pants. <laughs> um, talk about the physical comedy um, expression. Uh, it's, it's, it's genius. Like you can see this guy is a world-class theater actor. Yeah. He's, he's pulling out all the stops and it's, I, I think the reason that I left him off is once this happens with any show, once he and Daphne got together mm-hmm. on Frasier, he lost some of his gusto. Okay. Still great at the end, but it was the combination of him and Frasier's competition in life as brothers mm-hmm. to be the best doctor, to be the best son to Marty. Yeah. And his frustration with being in love with Daphne that caused him to be that great character. And once they lost that part of it, he lost a little bit of his luster. So that's okay. the only reason I left him off. All right. Um, I have Ross Geller as my friend. Oh. And I don't know why people make fun of David Schwimmer. <laughs> But and he's easy to make fun of. I guess, but it, oh, like what is it? Yeah. He's always been my favorite friend and just for that reason because I think that he can do a lot of different things. I think he's very versatile whereas Matt LeBlanc who was really funny was yeah. always Matt LeBlanc. Like what show has Matt LeBlanc not played Matt LeBlanc in or movie? I, yeah. And I watched episodes is a good show, the Showtime show. It's on Netflix. Watch it. It's hilarious. Not only is he playing Matt LeBlanc, he's playing Matt LeBlanc. He's himself. He is playing Matt LeBlanc, the former friend star. He's hilarious. He's really good. But because of that, I, I go with Ross. Right. Jim Halpert is my my office. And uh, the only other one... Oh, I have Reverend Jim Ignatowski from Taxi. Taxi, another okay. great ensemble cast. And some people might go Latka. But Reverend Jim, to me, was the one that brought the most to the table. And my dark horse, never would have made my list, but this was really one of my first all-time favorite shows, is Kip Wilson from Bosom Buddies. (laughs) Because that was, I I, I just remember, what a dumb show. (laughs) But Tom Hanks and Peter Scolari were really funny. And I used to, I think as a young kid, walk around saying Kip (laughs) Wilson-isms. That's weird, right? A little weird, yeah. Like what? All the kids. Oh, like, I didn't share my dark horse. You continue. Who's your dark horse? Doug Heffernan, Doug King Heffernan. of Queens. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, he's another guy. I think he always plays Kevin James. Yeah, exactly. Which is fine. Kevin James is funny. The ca- yeah. best character on there to me is um, Jerry Stiller. Okay. There you go. <laughs> it's always the side guy. Why is yeah. it always the side guy? It's never the. It's never the main character in most I cases. I had the main character. Who? Homer. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, but yeah, you are right though. In most cases, it's always the same. And you had the you had the main character as your number one. I know. I'm saying. Oh, oh, I, oh. I, I said that when we talked about okay, it. But, okay. but in most cases, everybody loves the neighbor because the side character is given is supposed to be given the most laughs and stuff. Yeah, they don't have the main the re- character is supposed to be like the straight man basically, and they don't have the responsibility that the main character has. That's yeah. why Hawkeye was my number one. He had a lot of responsibility on that show other than just yeah, to come in, make you laugh, and get out. Because I'm not saying that's easy. It's certainly hard. The hardest thing to do is make somebody laugh. Mm-hmm. But uh, to do it as the main character is a big deal. So, All right. All right. This was good, right? Yeah. We didn't, yeah. We didn't fight too much. No. We usually fight a lot. Yeah, we do. 
All right. Well, if you like this and you want to hear two people with very similar voices talk and you probably can't tell the difference between them, Mm -hmm. uh, we have another show on Neo's as called Seinfeld and Character where we go into the obscure characters in the Seinfeld universe. We haven't done it in a while. We'll get back to it. Um, It's hard with school schedules and things like that. Yep. But uh, that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed doing that with you. Was that that was your idea? Was that your no, idea? that was your idea. All right, mm-hmm. I'm trying to give you credit. It was your idea. Just take credit. It was your idea, though. I'm not taking credit for something that wasn't mine. Well, on that show, we take random characters, uh, Kenny Banya or uh, Sidra, which was Terry mm-hmm. Hatcher, and who else did we do? We did the Doorman. Yes. Larry Miller. We, we've done, I don't know, we've probably done about 15 episodes. So yeah. if you are a Seinfeld fan or sitcom fan in general, go check that out at com. We have lots of other shows on lots of other pop culture things from Star Wars to Harry Potter to beer making to travel to art to rock music, you name it. I bet we have a show about it. And that's all at com. We have a Patreon page, which is Patreon backslash neozaz where you can uh, hopefully give us a few bucks to keep all these things available online pay for bandwidth pay for uh, housing all these shows and Mm -hmm. uh, the best of fives is a long-running series with lists on all kinds of things so it's the same thing if you if you have an idea for a list and you have recording equipment available to yourself record something and uh, shoot us a a message on neozaz.com or find us on all of the social media outlets we have facebook instagram twitter um if you have a list idea get a buddy or two together record something send it to us and if it doesn't stink we'll put it on who's determining if it's good or not what you would you want to do that no i don't want to do you want to be quality control no who is doing it though where, 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 where do you get on your high horse to think that you... I never said that. You're the one that's saying yeah, that I... but I think you were alluding. I wasn't. I was actually going to ask if it was you that was doing it. Well, what if it is me? Oh, boy. You don't think I... We just sat here and said how I have good taste, you have good well, taste. Well, you, 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 you like what you do. Yeah. Do you like what others do? Yes. Okay. Podcasting is okay. fun. It's a great hobby. If you don't podcast and you're listening to this, anybody can do it. Okay. Get a microphone. Get a buddy. And just start talking. All right. There's an audience out there for everybody. Okay. All right? Yep. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you again on the next Best of Fives. <laughs>